welcome to yet another episode of your favorite podcast created by social media managers for social media managers. And we have a special guest today, my lovely colleague, content manager, Paula. I'm excited to be here. And you can also be excited about this week's topics. Will you do me the honor and introduce them to our listeners? Oh, of course. So today we're going to talk about Facebook Reels, TikTok's new opt-in function to show you who viewed your profile, and Instagram's new overviews of the key ranking factors for feed posts, stories, and Reels. Wonderful. Are you ready to start? I was born ready. So, Vanessa, please, let's start already with the freshest news, Facebook Reels, what's going on there? I think we should already rename this podcast to all the things that Meta can do to compete with TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) No, but really, Meta's taking its battle against TikTok to the next stage with the full launch of Reels on Facebook, using the platform's massive scale to capitalize on the popularity of short-form video content. Already available to some users, Meta is now making Facebook Reels available in 150 more regions, with a new Reels display at the top of user feeds. So are these the same Reels we know from Instagram, or is there a difference? Facebook Reels will include remix functionality to encourage trend engagement, while creators will also be able to post Facebook Reels up to 60 seconds in length, in line with Instagram Reels extension launched last July. Users will also be able to share publicly posted Reels to their stories, adding even more engagement potential. In other words, yes, these are the Instagram Reels that we know just appearing on Facebook. So there really isn't anything new. There is only one important thing. Facebook's looking to use its short-form option as a complementary channel, while also giving creators the opportunity to build community and maximize their monetization potential through longer content as well. That could end up being a major problem for TikTok. As it stands, monetizing short-form content remains problematic because you can't attribute pre- or mid-roll ads to specific clips, like you can with longer posts. Oh yeah, of course, that's one of the last episode's topics about the TikTok Creator Fund. Exactly. While TikTok is looking to counter this with its Creator Fund and by facilitating brand partnerships, none of these options provide the same money-making possibilities as longer-form uploads on Facebook, Instagram or YouTube. Could this be devastating for TikTok? Well, TikTok is huge now and is on track to get significantly bigger this year, but much of its success still relies on top stars continuing to share clips. If that flow of content stops, your For You feed could get real boring, real quick, which could eventually become an existential issue for the app. And again, it's not like TikTok is on the brink of failure anytime soon, but money, as they say, talks. And it'll be speaking very loudly in the ears of all creators once they reach a certain level of fame, which could turn TikTok into a wasteland of one-off clips. Oh, this is getting so complicated. Let's move on to something easier to digest. (laughs) Notice what I did there? (laughs) Uh, Super clever. Let's move on then to TikTok itself. It's now working on an opt-in function to let you know who viewed your profile. What's the value of this? To be real with you, I have no idea. (laughs) TikTok used to have this feature as a means to increase connections in the app, something like LinkedIn, and is now bringing back the option to see who viewed your profile in the app over the preceding 30 days, which would provide more transparency over user interest. Wait, so TikTok already had this and then deleted it and now it's bringing it back? Why did they remove it in the first place? 
TikTok removed the functionality early last year amid various investigations into its data sharing processes. And with several high-profile cases of TikTok stalkers causing real-world problems for platform stars, it made sense that it might not want to share this information anymore, as it likely only increases anxiety for those who may have concerns. Sorry for repeating myself, but why they've decided to bring it back then? Maybe there's a value for aspiring influencers in reaching out to potential collaborators who checked out their stuff. Or maybe it works for hookups if that's what you want to use TikTok for, which is why the opt-in element is important. But much like the same feature on LinkedIn, mostly it really seems pretty useless. Interesting. I'm not used to seeing TikTok behaving like this. So I'm pretty excited in seeing the results of this one. I'll keep you updated. Wonderful. So what else do we got here? This is going to be a bit longer run. Instagram shared with us new overviews on the key ranking factors of stories, posts and reels. But wait, they already did this last year, didn't they? Is there anything new? Well, that's a great point, actually. Not really. Oh, okay. <laughs> But still, I think it's a piece of good information to remind ourselves, so let's get into it. What are the key ranking factors of stories and posts? Information about the posts. These are signals both about how popular a post is, think how many people have liked it, and more mundane information about the content itself, like when it was posted, how long it is, if it's a video, and what location, if any, was attached to it. Information about the person who posted. This helps Instagram get a sense for how interesting the person might be to you and includes signals like how many times people have interacted with that person in the past few weeks. Your activity. This helps Instagram understand what you might be interested in and includes signals such as how many posts you've liked. And then last but not least, your history of interacting with someone. This gives Instagram a sense of how interested you are generally in seeing posts from a particular person. An example is whether or not you comment on each other's posts. Okay, great. What about Reels? Reels have their own algorithm, so the factors are slightly different, but kind of same at the same time. Um So it's your activity. Instagram looks at the things like which reels you've liked, commented on and engaged with recently. These signals help Instagram to understand what content might be relevant to you. Also your history of interacting with the person who posted, like in Explore. It's likely the video was made by someone you've never heard of. But if you have interacted with them, that gives Instagram a sense of how interested you might be in what they shared. Then information about the reel. These are signals about the content within the video, such as the audio track, video understanding based on pixels and whole frames, as well as popularity. And then, last but not least, information about the person who posted. Instagram considers popularity to help find compelling content from a wide array of people and give everyone a chance to find their audience. I can see that there's not a big difference between this year's and last year's insights. But as you said, it could be useful to keep these lists at hand as you consider how to maximize your Instagram content performance. Exactly. And if there's anything new, you can be sure we'll inform you about it. Well, and that's it for today's episode. Paula, thank you for being here. It was a pleasure to talk to you today. Thank you for having me. And I hope that our listeners enjoyed it at least as much as I did. 